0: Good morning from Braille in Columbus, this is Transformation Radio.
1: And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we'll be narrating today from the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verses 1 through 17. The woman represents God's faithful people who've been waiting for the Messiah. This is the woman mentioned here in Scripture today. The crown of 12 stars represents the 12 tribes of Israel. God set apart the Jews for himself, and the nation gave birth to the Messiah. The Messiah. The son is Jesus, born to a devout Jewish girl named Mary. Evil King Herod immediately tried to destroy the infant Jesus. Herod's desire to kill this newborn king, whom he saw as a threat to his throne, was motivated by Satan, the red dragon, who wanted to kill the world's savior. The heavenly pageant of Revelation 12 shows that Christ's lowly birth in the town of Bethlehem had cosmic significance. While the large red dragon... Satan has seven heads, ten horns, and seven crowns, representing his power and the kingdoms of the world over which he rules. The stars that plunged to earth with him are usually considered to be the angels who fell with Satan and became his demons. According to Hebrew tradition, one third of all the angels in heaven fell with Satan. Now, the wilderness represents a place of spiritual refuge and protection from Satan. Because God aided the woman's escape into the wilderness, we can be sure that He offers security to all true believers. Satan always attacks God's people, but God keeps them spiritually secure. Some will experience physical harm, but all will be protected from spiritual harm. God will not let Satan take the souls of God's true followers. When Satan's attacks seem overpowering, Remember that God is ruler over all. Trust him. And we'll read uh, here today about one thousand two hundred and sixty days, it's three and a half years. That's the same length of time that the dragon is allowed to exercise his authority, and that the holy city is trampled. Much more happened at Christ's birth, death, and resurrection than most people realize. A war between the forces of good and evil was underway. With Christ's resurrection, Satan's ultimate defeat was assured. Some believe that Satan's fall to earth took place at Jesus' resurrection or ascension, and that the 1,260 days, the three and a half years, is a symbolic way of referring to the time between Christ's first and second comings. Others say that Satan's defeat will occur in the middle of a literal seven-year tribulation period, following the rapture of the church and preceding the second coming of Christ, and the beginning of Christ's 1,000-year reign. Whatever the case, we must remember that Christ is victorious, and we're in him. Satan has already been defeated because of Christ's death on the cross. Now, the devil is not a symbol or legend. He is very real. Originally, Satan was an angel of God. But through his own pride, he became corrupt. The devil is God's enemy, and he constantly tries to hinder God's work. But he is limited by God's power, and can do only what he's permitted to do. The name Satan actually means accuser. He actually looks for people to attack. Satan likes to pursue believers who are vulnerable in their faith, who are spiritually weak, and who are isolated from other believers. Even though God permits the devil to do his work in this world, God is still in control. And Jesus has complete power over Satan. He defeated Satan when he died and rose again for the sins of everyone. One day Satan will be bound forever, never again, to do his evil work. Now many believe that until this time, Satan still had access to God. But here his access is forever barred. He can no longer accuse people before God. Satan, of course, again, is the accuser of the brethren. Now, the critical blow to Satan came when the Lamb, Jesus Christ, shed His blood for our sins. The victory is won by sacrifice, Christ's death in our place to pay the penalty for our sin, and the sacrifices we make because of our faith in Him. Now, as we face the battle with Satan, we should not fear it or try to escape from it, but we should loyally serve Christ, who alone brings victory. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today. Here in the New Testament. December 21st. The New Testament. Revelation, chapter 12, verses 1 through 17. Then I, John, witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant... And she cried out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth. Then I witnessed in heaven another significant event. I saw a large red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, with seven crowns on his heads. His tail swept away one third of the stars in the sky, and he threw them to the earth. He stood in front of the woman as she was about to give birth, ready to devour her baby as soon as it was born. She gave birth to a son who was to rule all nations with an iron rod, and her child was snatched away from the dragon and was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where God had prepared a place to care for her for 1,260 days. Then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and the dragon lost the battle and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ, for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth the one who accuses them before our God day and night. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has little time." When the dragon realized that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But she was given two wings, like those of a great eagle, so she could fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness. There she would be cared for and protected from the dragon, for a time, times, and half a time. Then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from his mouth. But the earth helped her by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out from the mouth of the dragon. And the dragon was angry at the woman and declared war against the rest of her children, all who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus.
2: Pour on down and wash the house away. And I'm left to fight the waves. I just these only keys that said goodbye. Because I'm bitter, sweet. Without you, father, there's no reason. I just these only kids that said goodbye. Because I'm bitter, Locking all the doors. With these hands of broken bones, I have built a legacy, and now it's time.
0: Good morning, gentlemen. My name is Pastor Greg Delaney, and some of you might remember me from my time in serving with Tom there at the Refuge. And uh, I pray that all is going well. And uh, but uh, just thankful for the opportunity every now and then to share uh, a little bit with you here on Transformation Radio, and uh, continue to offer you just hope and encouragement uh, in your journey uh, there at the Refuge, whether you're there for day one, or you've been there for a minute and looking to launch uh, in phase three or four. Um, Today, I just uh, felt like I'd wanted just to touch and reach out and and, uh, just share a a quick uh, encouragement with you as we approach uh, the Christmas season, and um, something that I have a wonderful opportunity to do and write um, each and every morning is something I call Opportunities for Hope. And for a period of time, we called it the Champion's Charge, and I know your champion leader, uh, Matt Gossard, is doing a fantastic job in uh, sharing the hope that is starting uh, small groups and and engaging the church around uh, the Franklin County area. And he's been doing a great job in being an ambassador, uh, and some of you being ambassadors uh, to the hope that is Jesus Christ. But uh, today, I just wanted to kind of share a quick message, and in this Opportunities for Hope, it's a little blog that I write, and uh, today's message is for all of you when it comes to this upcoming day of Christmas. I know it's a little unusual to be spending Christmas, uh, perhaps, in a place like the Refuge, and I know that they're going to have wonderful things planned for you for the day, and a chance to really embrace the reason for uh, what Sunday's all about, and that is to honor the birth of jesus and it's interesting I, I there was a little quote by this really amazing scholar uh his name is dr seuss and um he had quoted this when he was uh penning the the grinch that stole christmas he says maybe christmas he thought doesn't come from a store maybe christmas perhaps means just a little bit more and what i'm hopeful that i can share with you today is that, um, Christmas, you need to understand the bigger picture. Um, it's easy to get caught up in the commercialization of Christmas, and, and especially in a setting where I, maybe I'm not getting to do what I normally do for Christmas. Or maybe Christmas wasn't all that great. Uh, maybe it wasn't a, a time that, uh, really that you reflect on very positively. But, um, One thing that we can't lose sight of is that there was a a much greater picture when it came to Christmas, and Jesus' birth was a big deal. (laughs) It was a really, really big deal, and it happened in settings and amongst a lot of things that didn't seem that big a deal at all. Um, Births (laughs) happened all the time. Um, There was, you know, government stuff to be done, if you know the story, the reason that Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem was that he had to take care of some business. He had to do some tax stuff uh that was required of him. And so that wasn't uh the most significant of events. It was a big deal, but it you know what happened before it happened again, and so it wasn't that particular event that made this significant. But Jesus' birth was a pretty big deal. And the thing about it is that the Lord used a lot of unlikely events and unlikely people and unlikely stuff in order to really share the, the birth of his son. But the reason that it all went down that way is because it's the way that it had been prophesied. And so that wasn't insignificant. That at the moment that we're going to celebrate on Sunday, a whole lot of stuff that people have been talking about for a whole long period of time was all kind of coming into fruition at once. And then the real significance began that stars appeared and kings showed up and shepherds dropped what they were doing and came a-running and kings were freaked out. And so the, the very birth of Jesus, while it just kind of happened under the radar at the beginning, suddenly gave us the most significant event in the history of our entire mankind because it brought Jesus here. And when Jesus came here, he came so that he could begin to understand us as humans, but also give us an amazing example to follow As we go through this journey of one that experienced everything that we've experienced. Hebrews even talks about it. That as he grew and as his ministry grew and as he spent his 33 years. He experienced everything that you've experienced. All of it except the sin. And yet now because of that we can walk up to him. In prayer and through the spirit. And he understands us. So what began on Christmas Day that we celebrate that birth that seemingly was so insignificant that really what we can really understand is that maybe Christmas is a whole lot more than what it just appears on the surface because what it did is it brought to the earth a Savior which is Christ the Lord, a Savior that would understand us because of his humanness, a Savior that came to fulfill years of prophecy to validate that he was who he said he was. And the amazing part about it is as you celebrate him on Sunday, just be thankful that he did all of that so he could come and be born so that he could become the Savior for all of us. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Don't let that get lost on Sunday. Gentlemen, I look forward to to continue to pray for you and continue to pray for your leaders who are great men and women of God. And I pray that uh, on Sunday you'll just remember that. Take care. God bless you. Psalm 140, verses 1 through
1: 13. To whom can the poor turn when they are persecuted? They lack the money to get professional help, and so are usually unable to defend themselves. But there is always someone on their side. The Lord will stand by them and ultimately bring about justice. This should be a comfort for us all. No matter what our situation may be, the Lord is with us. But this truth should also call us to live responsibly with others. As God's people... We're required to defend the rights of the powerless. Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a Psalm of David. O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Protect me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. Interlude. O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. Interlude. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O sovereign Lord, THE STRONG ONE WHO RESCUED ME, YOU PROTECTED ME ON THE DAY OF BATTLE. LORD, DO NOT LET EVIL PEOPLE HAVE THEIR WAY. DO NOT LET THEIR EVIL SCHEMES SUCCEED, OR THEY WILL BECOME PROUD. INTERLUDE. LET MY ENEMIES BE DESTROYED BY THE VERY EVIL THEY HAVE PLANNED FOR ME. LET BURNING COALS FALL DOWN ON THEIR HEADS. LET THEM BE THROWN INTO THE FIRE. Or into watery pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land, cause great disasters to fall on the violent. But I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly will live in your presence. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 17. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother's instructions will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures.
3: Joy to the world that we sing Let the and their songs employ
2: Joy to the world that we sing We beat the sounding joy Joy
0: That'll do it for today's Transformation Radio. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.